Industrial Talk is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks. Now, Industrial Talk has a direct link to a new report about Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security. The new report analyzes improved ROI and reduced complexity. The Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security provides customers significant savings and benefits in the following way. Faster time to industrial OT protection, reduce operational complexity, and reduced risk to the organization. Find out more how Palo Alto Networks Industrial OT Security helps you better manage, secure, and protect your OT assets while providing safe access to the assets and services required to modernize your operations. Go out to paloaltonetworks.com, download your copy today, and begin lowering your risk and achieving your 351% ROI. Welcome to the Industrial Talk Podcast with Scott McKenzie. Scott is a passionate industry professional dedicated to transferring cutting-edge, industry-focused innovations and trends while highlighting the men and women who keep the world moving. So put on your hard hat, grab your work boots, and let's go. All right, once again, thank you very much for joining Industrial Talk, and absolutely thank you from the bottom of my heart and your support of this platform that celebrates industry professionals all around the world because you are bold, brave, you dare greatly. Yes, you do. You collaborate. You solve problems. You research, like our friend here at Sam. He researches things, and we're going to get into that conversation because you are making the world a better place, and we are broadcasting on-site, on-site, Accelerate 23, brought to you by those wonderful people at Fluke Reliability. Check them out. Go out to their website. Find out more. You will not be disappointed. All right. As indicated, we're talking to Sam Hamway, Nucleus, Nucleus Research, right? Did I get that right? Yes, you did. All right. We're going to be talking about, well, clearly research, what that <laughs> means. Let's get cracking. Good conference. Have you been here all day? Uh, yeah, all so I, uh, I came in uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah? Uh, actually, no. Sorry, two days ago. I yeah. came in two days ago at night, so been here two full days now. Food's good, right? Food's great. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's awesome. Um, and and easy to get here. I, I'm based in Miami, so it's just a short drive up. Oh, see, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong about that. I do like Miami. It's it's, it's right. wonderful. Yeah. Are you originally from Miami? No, uh, I'm originally from New Jersey. Um, then then spent spent a few years in Mo- uh, Montreal. Um, Great foodie town. Yes. Montreal was awesome. You can see everything. There's a theme going on here. I like food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, and and I guess I got a little tired of the cold, so I'm here. It is. Um, it is cold. It yes. Is. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, before we get into the conversation about what Nucleus does, give us a little background on who Sam is. Uh, sure, sure. So um, I'm... Oh, I, I do work at Nucleus. I am a researcher in terms of technology deployments. Um, in terms of my background, I, I went to McGill University. That's that's why I was in Montreal. Um, McGill, McGill? Yes. Oh, that's a great university. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yes, it is. It's a good university. I, I'm familiar with it. Um, and, and my two kind of uh, academic interests there were were uh, the global political economy in terms of like uh, multinational enterprises um, and, and industrial innovation through that lens, and then also machine learning, um, and that led me so through, through my past work. Uh, I worked for a political data consulting firm um, where I did uh, 
model deployment in terms of machine learning, um, a lot of quantitative social science work, uh, and then also uh, helped help the firm um, in terms of database migration and, and selecting a new database provider. And that really led me into the, to the technology research world I am in now um, in terms of uh, my coverage areas are, are evaluating deployments of, of A, your industrial IoT, database, uh, machine learning. Um, okay. You've talked about deployment. You, sure. You research. You, you look into that. But like, give us a little sort of a, an overview of, let's say, give, give us a use case. Give us a use case of what, what that looks like. What do you sure. Mean? Uh, so, so a research project is in terms of like what, what I do on a daily yeah. basis. Yeah. Just, is, just, everything I do is I talk to customers, right? So whether that's a survey, whether that's me interviewing customers, I'm talking to them about their use case. So let's say we're at, at Fluke's con uh, conference here. Let's say I'm talking to a Fluke customer. I'm talking about what would you use before Fluke? Uh, Why do you need a connected reliability solution? Um, did you have IoT devices already in place? Did, were you looking to kind of build out that ecosystem? And then once I understand that, it's like, who'd you consider? So why'd you go with Fluke? Um, and then uh, after that, following your deployment uh, and, and the implementation, which, which we could go down the implementation, how'd that go? But then really, what are the benefits you see? And then kind of segueing into Nucleus, what we do is we're focused on, on defining technology success through through ROI. So yeah. your buckets. Good. Are, Thank you very yeah. much. Appreciate and, that. And that's the lens we look through every, everything in. And, and so it's, it's how are we improving productivity? How are we improving revenue? How are we reducing costs? Um, so when I'm talking to a Fluke customer, now that you deployed Fluke, in those three domains, high-level buckets, and then we drill in how, how have those improvements taken Do place. you have to help uh, users, end users, to help them on that journey? Because it's not a, a natural thing to say, okay, now I'm going <clears> to <throat> look at how it's you know, improving my bottom line sure. and all that. Sure. Uh, yeah, so, so oftentimes yes, sometimes, sometimes no. So sometimes... The, uh, users are, are really kind of in tune and, and that's how they've been evaluating their deployment the entire time. Sometimes not so much as you said. So uh, in those cases, that's where that's where my kind of domain knowledge comes into play, me knowing, okay, were you able to reduce downtime and then how can we convert that redu reduced downtime into redu a reduction in costs? Um, so it's it's kind of, that's how it works and that's why the, the, the team of analysts, each person has, has a different area they focus on and they really have to know well in order to, to drill into that. What are some of the, with that said, <clears throat> without, I guess, <laughs> exposing anything that is unacceptable, but uh, what are the things that you are seeing just from your research of uh, sort of those nuggets that you can share with the listeners here? Uh, in terms of, um, well, I, 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 I'll back up and I'll say in terms of kind of the macro climate right yeah, now, yeah. Um, spe spending's tightening, uh, and, and that's, that's now. Um, so what, what I'm seeing is kind of what you said about some users maybe not knowing those, those metrics and yeah. that not measuring their technology that way. Now we're seeing they are more so. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because as spending tightens and as, as people are looking kind of on that horizon yeah. and they say, we, we can't really project where we're going to be economically in the next six, 12 months. Um, really, the CFO and, and the financial team's scrutiny of, of every technology decision is becoming greater. So for us, at Nucleus, that's a good thing because uh, 
are we're there to really talk about the financial value of technology. Um, but uh, in terms of the, the macro climate, that's that's what I'm saying. And then um, in terms of your your IoT, your, your industrial IoT deployments, I, I obviously am seeing trends there too. I'm not sure if you want me to get into. Yeah, I do. <laughs> sure, sure, okay. Um, so, so I was actually having a conversation earlier. I was talking about kind of the three, and zooming out a little bit, industrial IoT is a, a it, it's doubled as both a buzzword and a very broad term. Um, Here, here's what I have: I, I, IoT became this miscellaneous file, exactly, and everything was falling into there. You yep. know, all of the AI, ML, cloud, <laughs> edge, sure. you name it. It was all all of a sudden. It's all IoT, but that's not the case, and yep. we need to be able to be careful about that. Continue. Well, I mean, really, all all IoT is 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 data collection, yeah. um, and yep. I think that's kind of been lost like you said a lot of people are jumping already to, to AI ML um, which comes with its own baggage um, but f for me in terms of industrial IoT and when you're talking about and usually we're talking the shop floor like a, a traditional shop floor um, there's really kind of three things people need um, a, a lot of, and, and really the way I, I think of industrial IoT is and, and to preface, Nucleus focuses on software. So while we do discuss hardware, uh, software is our focus. Um, so, so for me, the way I evaluate industrial IoT technology, it's going to be connecting and enabling an ecosystem of sensors that collect data on for an industrial process, right? So from a very, very like definition perspective, that's what it is. I see that. In do, terms do, do, do you dabble in the quality of that data? Do you, you know, it's like, okay, I've collected data, but do you... Do you go into the evaluation of it and say, yeah, it's all data, but not all data is equal in a sense. Sure, 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 of course. And that's kind of where it's going to come the, in, in terms of the three things that I see is IoT has a unique, you know, well, industrial IoT has a unique services aspect. Yeah. So vendors that provide industrial IoT software and hardware solutions, they oftentimes have to go into a shop floor or, or any industrial process environment and they need to be able to A, evaluate the existing sensors. The sensors have been around forever. They need to know where new sensors need to be. They need to know the quality of data coming from the sensors because oftentimes that's an A, placement issue. You're monitoring the wrong thing. Or B, it's an issue of the sensor quality. Oh, right, right, right. So in terms of that, that's going to be a services thing. And, it, and that's why a lot of IoT vendors double as almost consultants and they'll go in they'll, they'll look at the shop floor they'll look at the machinery they need that domain expertise um so that's why it's not just like other technology deployments where you just start a subscription there's an implementation sure you build right. some apis but this is different because there's a physical aspect and, and you need to really evaluate each case on a unique basis um before i gloss over this you indicated something about three things Sure. What, what what are those three? Well, so so things? there's the services component. Uh -huh. Um, that then there's, and and this is kind of a, the dive the uh, an area of divergence. So you have some providers that that are platform guys, um, and what they do is, uh, that's like. Uh, not to give examples, but there's some there's some software providers that yeah. that, that they're they're an IIoT platform, and their job is to just connect the sensors. Um, and then there's others that are less platform and more so services. So they're going to do they're going to have maybe different disparate solutions, but they're going to come in and do that consulting, and they're going to build you basically a customized solution. Um, so so the three things that are really important is a the hardware, 
there's the software and then there's the services but people often forget about the services um, and especially for for expertise constrained users it's very easy to get lost in like overzealous marketing hype and just say okay we need iot and then they just start putting soft and it's just a mess yeah <laughs> let me ask you this on uh, as a part of your evaluation do you dabble or evaluate the security of these connected devices like yeah. cyber wise of course so, so I've, with the topology of of industrial iot ecosystems then oftentimes the users themselves security is really really important um <laughs> like way more so than than others and it actually has a tangible roi oftentimes where, where cyber security is very hard to kind of pinpoint yes. the roi in other industries um we, we've, talk, we've talked with customers that, that have lost 10% of their annual revenue due to major breaches, which no is, uh, yeah, well, that, was, that was an extreme case, but, but yeah, oftentimes- but it doesn't matter, there's loss. There's, 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 there are cases where it's up to that much. I mean, you lose your IIoT system in, in, a, in a really, really critical data center, you can lose huge, huge amounts of, uh, you could just completely wipe out your cloud ability for huge periods of time. Um, now, is that's that's an extreme case, and usually a major breach breaches is, is, is going to be less than that, but it's still significant, and oh, yeah. and and breaches are, are common um, in such sensitive kind of device architectures. So, we do evaluate kind of that uh, in terms of a functionality perspective. If you have if you're a vendor that you're offering security solutions through a native or, or, or through partnerships or integrations, that's that's going to be huge. Um, and, and customers are looking for that too, especially if you're in GovCon or, or um, transportation or anything like that. So, so you go in, you evaluate, you look at it, you look at the connectivity, you, you, you look at the services, hardware, and software, you, and of course the, the security component to that. You come up with a, a, a report or sure. a, an analysis or whatever it is. Then what happens? So you get this, you'd look at it, you're saying, yeah, good, bad, ugly, all of the stuff sure. here. What happens next? So so for, for Nucleus, there's, uh, and we, we primarily produce research for our our end user group. So, so we have a subscribed end user group. We have a newsletter that goes out. And then those people see the reports. Uh, and like I said, and, and I'm sure you've kind of caught on, we have that financial focus. Yeah. Um, so we also uh, publish directly to the Bloomberg Terminal. Uh, we have a pretty significant uh, readership of equity professionals, so they read through that as well. Um, there's also cases where, where, where a, a vendor, so, so everything we do is based on vendors, right? So like Fluke, for example, is a yeah, vendor. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's say a Samsung, Hitachi, PTC, could go on and on. Um, but let's say you've written a report about any of them, and, and then those customer stories or, or those customer metrics that, that were highlighted align with their marketing message and oftentimes we'll get they, they want to purchase reprint rights to that for example so then that becomes part of the, a marketing asset for them if it aligns um, but but like I said primarily we're doing this for our end user group our Bloomberg readership um, and and uh, these reports come in different forms so we have your ROI case study and that's really what we're known for where we really drill down and do those financial metrics uh, and have a published spreadsheet. Um, you, you're not slapping them into quadrants, are you? Uh, in terms of the vendors? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, hey, here, we got a, we got a <laughs> relatively sort of track. So, so we, do, we do do a market report. Um, 
once a year for, for various industries. Uh, our, our, our methodology is very different than, say, your Gartner or your Forrester. I'm, I'm not even particularly familiar with Forrester. I, I know Gartner's is really feature-based. Um, what I'll say is, is every, A, everything we do is customer-informed, and B, those guys are kind of writing to your CTO, uh, whereas our thing is we're trying to, to write, write to the CFO. Um, so so our, our market report's a little different, and it's... Um, so we do we do kind of put put uh, market positioning and, and we discuss kind of where, where you sit where X player sits within the market. If you're looking for a more budget solution, this is this is something that's that's gonna. You, you do need a sort of a benchmarking. I mean, a company needs to know. Sure, sure, I mean, sure. It's you know you could be sitting there drinking your Kool Aid. You know, like yeah, we're the best in the world. <laughs> and it's like we're just drinking it and consuming it and having a grand old time, and you're missing out on. The potential of well, maybe you're not. Yeah, and and you need to impact, or you need to influence, or you need to change in some way, shape, or form. The last question is uh, wrapped around sort of where do you see some trends? Where do you, where where's the future heading? Based off of all this information that's rattling around in your head and nucleus, where do you see it sort of going from a future perspective? Um, so. I kind of see, and it's interesting that you say that. I'm, I'll emphasize again that the expert systems and that that consulting aspect. I'm seeing that the vendors that are doing that are seeing huge success uh, because they can really just go into to um, to messy systems and kind of do it. Uh, whereas a lot of old providers of software, like long-standing like SaaS guys, they want to solve everything with a platform, which which is good and fine as long as you have that support and going in because industrial IoT is very physical and, and you're dealing with very, very messy, yeah. disconnected yeah. sensor systems and it's, it's much more complicated. So it's those guys with that domain expertise and even if they're only focusing on a specific vertical, I'm seeing them have a lot of success. Um, other things in terms of the future is actually is, is actually value-driven machine learning initiatives, um, not just AI for AI, but actually like machine learning features that that do something good. Um, Industrial IoT is actually a use case of machine learning in terms of, the, of vast amounts of time series data that we that Nucleus has, has found like users can derive huge amounts of value from it in terms of predictive maintenance, remaining usable lifespan, those kind of things. Um, so those vendors that really are kind of drilling down into that investment in the right way, looking at it from an ROI perspective, how can we use machine learning features that aren't just shiny and fancy, but they're actually going to deliver insights that are useful to users. Vendors that are doing that, are, we're also seeing using having huge success because edge compute, um, that kind of machine learning stuff is becoming huge. Oh, there you go. We're fantastic. So for the listeners out there, Nucleus Research and all that, how do they get a hold of you, Sam? Uh, you can find my email on Nucleus' website, uh, www.nucleusresearch.com. There it is, man. And the URL is available. You are absolutely spectacular. Thank you very much for your flexibility. All right, listeners. As you know, we're going to wrap it up on the other side. We're going to have all the contact information for Sam and, and definitely Nucleus Research. And I love what you guys are doing out there. That's important because there's a lot of hype around this stuff. I need a look. I, I need that sort of true north insights into what's going on. Well done, Sam. All right, once again, broadcasting, Accelerate 23. Put this on your calendar for next year, and it's going to be Accelerate 24. Just FYI, I can do the math. And it's going to be brought to you by those wonderful people at Fluke. 
reliability. So check them out too. Go out to the World Wide Web and find Food for Reliability and definitely connect with them. All right, we will be right back. You're listening to the Industrial Talk Podcast Network. Sam Hamway is his name. His LinkedIn stack card goes by Samuel Hamway. Nucleus Research is the company, and we have to be about research, especially now. The way the market is just rapidly changing, you need to find all the information you possibly can to be able to be strategic in your decisions, tactical in your actions. Go connect with uh, Sam. Again, he was, he was awesome. I love the conversation. Again, we are building a platform a platform out on industrial talk that celebrates industry professionals. You need to participate. You need to be a part of this ever-expanding ecosystem. You need to amplify your voice. You need to get your message out. You need to do it in an effective way. You need to be entertaining. But it's important for you to do that. Just go out to industrial talk. Click on let's talk. Have a conversation with me. And let's see what we can do. Be bold, be brave, dare greatly. Hang out with Sam. Change the world. We're going to have another great conversation shortly, so stay tuned. 